You're about to listen to a message from Savannah Grace Chapel, Port Harcourt. May these words bear fruit in your heart as you listen. Amen. Okay, please, you can have your seats. Glory to God. It's good to be back home. Amen. Now, just thinking about it. Um, hmm. You know, yesterday, we were in the city. <laughs> 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 Suddenly, tall terminal became very short. <laughs> we were in the city of Opobo. We are terminal. Not terminal. May it No. No, we are not doing it, Opobo. <laughs> we are Meita Bell. Got married. Amen. It was a, truly, it was, it was a beautiful experience. Amen. We, enjoy, we enjoyed the town. Very narrow roads. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a good one. But you know the point I'm making is that you know we went for um, the wedding yesterday. Some of some of us were able to go. Thank you everyone that went, everyone that came. Amen. And you know I just when I got home I was just thinking about this. Kai, I love my church family. I I love Savannah Grace Chapel I truly, truly, I mean it with all my heart. I just love this company of great people. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I bring greetings from Reverend Arumiada. Um, there's more good news, but we'll be hearing it later on. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, okay. You know, before I go into the series, so Miss Testimony reminded me of something. <laughs> and I think this is the first time my wife is going to hear it. You know, some some running into months now. One of those days, Nepal, this Nepal people, God has delivered us from the striving of the wicked. Mm. So, you know, have soup. You have to warm soup every day. One one small soup. Um, she had gone to bed. I just got to the kitchen. I said, "Look, if you leave this soup till tomorrow, it will spoil." So I put it on the gas cooker, turned it to the lowest, then went to take my bath, and I skipped telling myself, Jide, don't forget that stew on the fire. Jide, don't forget that stew on the fire. I took my bath, you know, did some things, just went to sleep, and went to bed. I usually wake up early in the morning. So I got up early in the morning. I got, almost like same thing to me, said, I got up, there's a passage, Got into passage, nothing was smelled. I opened the kitchen door, I was smelling soup. I said, ah, soup? Why is soup smelling? <laughs> Bing, you were warming soup yesterday. Jesus! <laughs> the soup had, I mean, it was a very good burnt offering. Very, very, very burnt. But the cover covered it, contained the smoke and everything. Nothing came out. I switched it off as panicking. I said, ah, the harm is done already. Now calm down. God has already finished the work. Amen. So I took the pots, you know, 
scrape the bond thing, wash it very well, turn it upside down, open the windows everywhere, and I never said anything about it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know God is good. God is faithful God. Amen. And there are so many more things that God does for us that we don't even know. You know, a lot of times it is, is um, sometimes we're sharing testimony and, and I think, okay, I think it was um, Abuja Connor was saying, again. you know, sometimes people come and share testimony, say, oh, praise God, this year, you know, um, um, I've been going to work every day and coming back home safe and God has been faithful and good to me. Yeah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Wow, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. What, what, what's testimony? What did he say again? I thought he said he wanted to share testimony. He said he went out safely every day. Is that testimony? Yeah. But somebody can praise the Lord. Pray, praise the Lord. Hey, brethren, hey, you don't know what my eyes saw. You know, I was traveling, and as I was going, we got to one bomb. We entered the Igbosha. We entered the Bosterik. The castle Masolte. Baga one, Baga two, Baga three, Baga four. You know, and I came out, not a scratch. Glory, everybody died. Only me survived. Praise. Then the whole hall goes, God is constantly in the business of doing daily miracles in our lives. And we should develop a, an attitude of gratitude. Amen. Amen. Sorry, I'll, just, I'll go into my message. Don't worry. But I just feel I should stay here. Now, let's learn to be grateful. Let's learn to be grateful people. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you know, let me give another, another, another scenario. I traveled to Abuja. God well, was faithful. I was able to go by air. Amen. I went. I came back safely. Nobody here had story. Amen. But you know, sometimes people, we've had incidents of people travel and then they had an accident. Something happened. That's when you even know that some people traveled. Sir, he even traveled. I didn't even know he traveled. He, he was involved in an accident. Amen. But God is kind to us. We go out every day. Okay, let's bring it even down home. You go to work every day. You come back home. You know some people within town have accidents and they're in the hospital. God is faithful and good to us. Amen. And point I'm making this morning is that let's learn to be grateful people. Let's learn to be grateful children. Amen. Amen. And some of us who are parents, you give your child something and it's going anyway. Come back here. What do you say? I was going to say some naughty children say, Open it. You give your child sweet. Come back here. What do you say? Open it. <laughs> I know sometimes that's how we behave to God. Amen. Amen. Let's learn to be grateful. Let's appreciate everything that God does for us. Everything that does God, God does for us is a miracle because He loves us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, some people were having health challenges and struggle, struggle, suddenly they are looking uh, hot and, you know, looking like uh, um, uh, you know, uh, giving our brother competition, feeling like as if he married a secondary school girl all over again. But God is faithful. Amen. I remember night we were called Pastor Pray, Pastor Pray, Pastor Pray. Suddenly I'm not even praying again. All of us just start up. I like to walk. <laughs> I just had to say that one. I just had to say that one. 
Glory to God. One day we will hear her testimony. We will hear her testimony. Amen. Truly, truly, is one of the. You know, sometimes I think about church. I say some of some 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 people's stories. I say they are my testimony. Amen. And this is one of my testimonies. Amen. Pastor's testimony. Okay, let's go into God's word. No, we are already in God's word. Um, two weeks ago we started talking about the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And we said in that service that um, Acts, let's look at Acts chapter 4 Acts 4 verse 7 from verse 7 He says, and they set the, the men in the midst and repeatedly demanded, demanded, by what sort of power, what is this amplified? By what sort of power or by what kind of authority? Okay, thank you. By what kind of authority such people as you did this healing? Amen. Go on. No, please go back. Something that he says there. He says, they demanded of them repeatedly, by what sort of power or by what kind of authority did you do this miracle? Then go on. Says, then Peter, because he was filled with the control with and controlled by the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and members of the council of Sanhedrin, if, you, if we are being put on trial here today and examined concerning a good deed done will benefit a feeble, helpless cripple, by what means this man has been restored to health? Let it be known and understood by all of you and by the whole house of Israel that in the name and through the power and authority of Jesus Christ. So what we said that, look, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is, power, there is authority in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we said that what the person of Jesus could do when he was physically present here. Amen. While he was here. You know, you know sometimes, uh, so, sometimes we, maybe some of us have been there. Just, ha, I wish I was in the days of Jesus. Oh, I just wish Jesus was here right now. I mean, he would have wrought miracles. But see, the miracle that Jesus could and can do, his name can do. I mean, look at the story here. Jesus had gone. Jesus had died. He was buried. He had risen. He had ascended. The disciples had healed. Uh, you know the the, 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 the story. The disciples had healed a crippled man at the gate called Beautiful. And they were asking them, how did you people do this thing? And they were asking them two things. <clears throat> they said, by what name? So that means that they understood that names carry power. I said, by what authority? Jesus was, not, Jesus was no longer physically around. But the disciples were telling them that it's by the name of Jesus. I see, he has given us that name now. And it's not a decoration name. It's a name that is for us to use. Amen. I want to challenge you this morning. Learn to use the name of Jesus. 
You know, sometimes we have so, we have so, um, should I use the word watered it down, trivialize the name that, so it doesn't, it doesn't seem to carry power for us. I mean, see, so, sorry. See, um, I'm standing here now, I'm preaching. Cockroach, Jesus, 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 Jesus. So the name is just a name, the, the, fear, thank you, sir. Fear expression. Fear, the, the thing you use. So whenever you hear you shouting, I mean, whenever you hear you, Jesus, Jesus, what is it, what is it, what is it? It shouldn't be that way. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But at least you are making an effort. You are calling it a good name. You are not saying Shango, Obatala, and all this. Amen. But there is power in the name. And we have to come to a place where we are conscious of the power in the name. You know, Pastor was mentioned it this morning. You know, in the. the, um, Pre-Christ time, before the Old Testament, you know, the Jews so revered the name of God that they couldn't even pronounce it. Amen? Do you know, this, I heard that when they're writing uh, um, the document or something, when it comes to the name of God, that, I, I think they said they go and do abolition, what do the, the, the Muslims do? They go and do abolition. They have a particular pen that's meant only for writing the name Yahweh. That's how much they held the name in high esteem. For us as believers, let's come to a place where we refer the name Jesus because we understand the power that it carries. You know, uh, Africa, uh, uh, tribes, various tribes and everything, but in Africa, there, there, you know, there, there, there are some, some, some communities where they will tell you you can't call some, the name of some deity anyhow. Just kind of, you know, be saying, I don't know any name of Yoruba, I don't think it's that, that um, 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 powerful. But, he foul, he foul. Somebody, come here, come here. They know they call that name anyhow here. Yeah. Because the name is held in esteem. Let's esteem the name of Jesus because there is power in the name. Amen. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 I'm just trying to recap we'll go into um, Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 Amen It says Therefore Okay, this is amplified. That's right. Give me, give me, give me, give me um, New King James. New King James. No New King James. The blood of Jesus. Okay. Okay, give me the one you have there. Okay, King James. I'm sure David is behind this thing. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. I see what happens at the name. Go on. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. That 
at the name of Jesus. The mighty knees. I'm reading now. What is no? The mighty knees should. Oh, okay. Sorry. Every. No, every. No, every means. Um, I think we're going to teach me English. Every means what? At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Now, if he says every knee should bow, we'll say that is is we can you you know I I, I I always constantly keep saying this that I love the way the Bible is absolute. It doesn't leave room room for ambiguity. He said that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven. So when you call the name of Jesus, the knees in heaven bow. Of those on earth. When you call the name of Jesus, the knees on earth here bow. Finish. Uh, oh, sorry. And those of those under the earth. So when you call the name of Jesus, every demon bow. You know, sometimes we make it sound like as if um, demons are powerful. I've seen, you know, sometimes we watch. Uh, like I said, I think I said when I was, I thank God that um, our our some of these um, skits and movies, I think they are becoming more more they are becoming more godly. You know, in the in the past, you see uh, there was one uh, that one. Was, I mean, I can't forget because it was so amusing to me. One they say, oh, what is the demon? What is the demon? It came to the compound and said, you, you, you spirit that is troubling this place. Come out now. The pastor, they came. I think they come to come to conduct deliverance. Then all of a sudden, the demon just came out. Bam! Say, so you're the one causing confusion here. In the name of Jesus, attack you. Yeah. And then suddenly his Bible became like a sword. This are the, hey, ka, 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 ka. Are you, are you kidding me? I love the ones this like I said I love the ones they do now. One one the one one of the ones I watched. The the demon the, the no the juju man came. Ah, the place. So you are the one like a priest or something. So you are the one that will be threatening this place. I harass him. Then after I finished talking, the priest just looked at him. Just continue reading. He was reading something. Then he had him. Ah, he no disappear. He no disappear. Went. The gate was locked. I said, ah, ah, I can't open the gate. Ah, be, how did you come? He said, ah, the same way. That's a, they are getting born again. These are the kind of ones I like to, I like to hear and watch. But there is power in this name. Don't let society, don't let the movie industry, don't let people who do not know about God, don't let them teach you about the name of Jesus. So you have to say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Then you say, huh, now wow. Hey, I know the rest. Yes. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. What? You know, I think it's at this age. My daughter, daddy, 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 daddy. Yes, daddy, 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 daddy. I can't uh, try not to. Okay, who stop calling me? Yes, 
Yes, I just have fun. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Some of us behave like I said, that's how, I mean, that, that's the kind of attitude when we call the name of Jesus. That you have to call him severally before another, hey, ah, don't kill me again now. There's power in the name of Jesus. It says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of those in heaven, of those on earth, of those on earth, and of those under the earth. Amen. Amen. That's the summary of the part one. Now today let's go into I'm talking about how Jesus obtained his name. Amen. How Jesus obtained his name. Some of these things I'm teaching, those of us who have done um, Savannah Bible School, we've done some of these things. But like uh, Pastor Nord said, uh, Paul said, for me to repeat the same thing over and over to you is not grievous. For you it is safe. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes we hear some things, we just believe we know some things. Even me, sometimes I just believe, ah, I know this. Yes, yes, yes. Person, I mean, you're listening to somebody preaching, you're just saying, yes, 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 yes. I don't know, eh? No, say it again. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I've been reading this passage now. I've never read this thing that you're saying. Amen. Light don't. Glory to God. So, I'm trusting God for light this morning. Now, how did Jesus obtain his name? Bible says, this scripture we read, it said that at the name of Jesus. So, how did the name Jesus become so powerful? How did the name Jesus come, become so powerful? Uh, if, um, Two people have done really good studies about it, and uh, um, it's Kenneth Hagin and E.W. Kenyon. And they give three ways by which Jesus um, obtained his name. Number one, by inheritance. Number one, by inheritance. Hebrews chapter 1, from verse 1 to 6. Hebrews, Heberu. God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, who, whom he has appointed as heir of all things, through whom also he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Verse 4. Having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Who are the they? Now it says, things. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. Hallelujah. Now Hebrews 1 is a very interesting read. Um, and it, it says a lot here. Um, before I go into what I want to say, let me read, because I, I know they don't have it there. Let me read um, Read it from the Passion Translation. 
passion. Okay, it says throughout our history, God has spoken to our ancestors by his prophets in many different ways. The revelation he gave them was only a fragment at a time building one fruit upon another. But to us living in these last days, we are the ones living in these last days. Hallelujah. How has he spoken to us? He says, God now speaks to us openly in the language of a son. Amen. You see, he's saying that in the, in, in the past, God spoke by prophets. And those prophets were... A lot of the things they said were, 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 were let me use the word, glazed. Were, 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 what word can I use? They were in fragments. Amen. But he said that in this last day, God is speaking to us clearly in the language of his son. You know why I said I, want to, I, I, I wanted to read this and I, I want to talk about it because it's not really where I'm going, but it just came to my heart. See, in this age, in this time we are in, it is easy for us to hear God. No, some people didn't hear what I said though. It is easy for you to hear God now. In those days, they needed a prophet to hear God. You know, I'm saying it and I'm, and I'm, I'm intentionally saying it. You know, because now some of us feel that we, we need, ah, let the man of God just, let the man of God just speak. Let the man of God just pray. Let him just, well, let him just, let him just bring God's word to me. Let him just bring God, God's revelation to me. Hey, he says now, God is speaking to you in the language of His Son. It is easy for you to hear God. Say, 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 say it is easy for me to hear God. Hallelujah. It says, but to us living in these last days, God now speaks to us openly in the language of the Son, the appointed heir of everything. For through him, God created the panorama of all things and all, and all time. The Son is the dazzling radiance of God's splendor. The exact expression of God's true nature. He says, he's the dazzling radiance of um, God's God's um, God's splendor. King James says that being the brightness of his glory. The express image. I know why uh, David likes King James. The express image of his person. Um, TPT says the exact expression of God's true nature. See, when you want to know God's true nature, when you want to see who, how, what, what other word, God is, look at Jesus. That is, it's not, it's not as if, um, 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 he's, he's a clone. No, he's exact expression of God. You know, some children, uh, uh, some children, they just it call them. You say they are, you, Kai, this guy is a carbon copy of the father. Why? Because when you just look at him, you just look at him, you see the father. That's one of, one of my friends in in Abuja. Every time I, I up to today, any, even this last time I went, every time I see the son, I say Kai, 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 Kai. I say thank God it's not the, the days that you know 
men used to do runs. You know what runs? If you don't know, you don't know. But you do runs. They say, no, it's not me. Oh. I'm not responsible. Then you now give back to the baby. Say, eh, hey, you're not responsible, Abby. How come the baby is looking like you? Amen. I mean, this boy is carbon copy of so that behavior, the way he, he, he's, he's about three now. The way he walks, the way he laughs. The father has one uh, mischievous laugh. Like, the son laughs. He, he, he. I, I, I slap your face. Don't, I can't tolerate your father. You. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. He says that Jesus is the exact representation of God. Glory to God. His mirror image. He says he's the mirror image of God. He holds the universe together and expands it by the mighty power of his spoken word. He accomplished for us the complete cleansing of sin and then took his seat at the at the highest throne at the right hand of the majestic one. He is definitely greater than angels for he inherited a rank and a name far greater than theirs. He inherited a name and a rank far greater than theirs. You see, he didn't say that he inherited you know, uh, okay, let me see. Um, and but he has inherited, he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name. Okay, good. Says a more excellent name. But you see, it's not that it's any name. It's that there is a name. There is a particular name that he inherited. Amen. Amen. I mean, the, the closest I can use to describe it is, is our, our, our uh, monarch system, the monarchy. You know, when a, 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 a somebody ascends the throne, you inherit a name. You inherit an authority. You inherit, it's an inheritance. Amen. Amen. That's why when the monarchy places, they call people, they call some people the commoners. You, a commoner can't enter the palace and go and sit on the throne. No. His head will not be on the head. It's an inheritance. He inherited this name. So when you say um, 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 somebody is uh, king, so so and so, the third. It's a name he inherited. I'm trying to drive it home to us. I trust God that we're getting him. He said that Jesus inherited a name that was superior, a superior name that nobody else had. You know in the kingdom there can't be two kings. He said that this is king, um, king one and king two. No, <laughs> it's one king. Glory to God. Jesus inherited and he calls it a more excellent name. Okay, Amplify says um, taking a place and rank by which he himself became as much superior to angels as the glorious name title which he has inherited is different from okay. But what I'm saying is that Jesus inherited this name. And see, who did the name belong to? The name belonged to God. Jesus inherited that name. All the, I think I said it last time, all the power of the Godhead. Everything that makes God, God. 
I mean, everything that makes God, God. Jesus inherited that name. So like I, like I, like I said last, last, last time I was preaching, every time you call the name Jesus, you bring, into, you bring to bear everything about the Godhead. You know it's an overkill. I mean, let, let, let me give you an example now. Maybe well, it was not almost like that. You know, I told the story of one time when one bus driver pulled off my, my bumper and how the thing ended. The, by the time, by time we were settling the matter, the owner of the bus, the person I called to come and help us out, knew the owner of the bus. The owner of the bus, the uh, man who bought the bus and gave the driver, the owner of the bus was calling the person I called, oh, Madam, uh, Madam, look anything you want. Imagine, let, let, so I want to escalate it now. Imagine that happened. I now called Governor Wiki. And Governor Wiki is there. And he said, uh, you know, and Governor Wiki won't just, I won't call Governor Wiki and then he will just come alone. What's going on now? He will he, he come with entourage. They block the whole road. They will say, what happened? Say, no, this, this nonsense boss guy, he pulled my bumper. Amen. You, you, you know what just happened? Because Wiki is there. The whole power of River State is present there. Police, Mopol, everybody will be there. What I'm saying is that when we say the name Jesus, the whole of heaven, you bring to bear on that situation. That's why I say you don't call that name trivially. That's why I say you have to come to a point where you recognize the power in the name. Because, see, Every time you call the name, let me let me let me let me let me let me see this. Every time you call the name of Jesus, it's like let, let me give an example. It's like I say something happens now, and I call Governor Wiki. Let's just for the sake of illustration, try very hard to imagine Governor Wiki as a very calm, gentle, quiet, reserved man. Try to imagine it. Use super imagination. And Governor Wiki just comes with all his siren and everything. And everybody just, he just stands, he just sits in his car. He's just waiting for me to give the order for him to come out. But I'm still there. I'm dragging with the bus guy. I said, yeah. look, hey, I will deal with you. I will deal with you. Ah, you don't know who I am. In the name of Governor Wiki of River State, ah, I will show you Pepe. Ah. And Governor Wiki is just in the car. With mobile, all I just need to say is, sir. He opens the door and his gentility disappears. What point I'm making is that when you call the name of Jesus, that's how all of heaven's resources come to your attention, come to you. I'm just waiting for you to speak the words for things to go into action. Amen. It says, Jesus inherited a more excellent name. He got this name by inheritance. And you know what? We said this thing. It's not because of he. It's not for his sake oh, that he inherited the name. I mean, he, he was. He he's, he he is. He was. He is, and will be God. So he had a glory. He had a power. He had he had everything of the Godhead before he came. Why did he inherit the name? Because of you and I. 
You know, scripture says we are, we are seated with him in heavenly places. That inheritance was on your behalf. Hallelujah. So it says that as son, he's He's heir, that's what we read from um, uh, um, Hebrews chapter 1. He said that he's heir of all things. He's the, everything belongs to him. I mean, if you have, you, you know, African tradition, say, I, I, want, I, want a, I want a son. He will be my heir. He will inherit my empire. Amen. Amen. When the son, that son comes and inherits the empire, he inherits everything. He's the sole heir. Nobody's contesting with him. Amen. Amen. So he says that Jesus is heir of all things. He's the express image of God. I say that again. He's the he's the, the exact representation of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know one 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 um I think it's this place. One one Okay, maybe it's not this scripture. There's one that says that calls it a of how is it a full chance. I will even go there because now let's 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 make a little progress. He said, so when did he inherit the name? Verse four. Verse four and five. He says having become so much better than angels as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Verse 5. For to which for to which of the angels did he say, you are my son, today I have begotten you. So when did he inherit the name? The day he was begotten. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, you are my son. Today, I have begotten you. Glory to God. We're doing, it, we're doing um, with the reverse um, something. So, let's follow me. Now, when was Jesus begotten? Because he says, today, I have begotten you. When was Jesus begotten? Acts chapter 13, verse 33. Acts chapter 13, verse 33. He says, God has fulfilled this for us, for us, their children, in that he has raised up Jesus, as it is also written in the second psalm, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. So when was Jesus begotten? When he was risen, when he was was raised in English, when he was raised from the dead, Amen. because he said that God has fulfilled to us their children in that He has raised up Jesus, as it is written in the second Psalm, "You are my son. Today I have begotten you." When Jesus rose from the dead, he became the begotten of God. Amen. 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 Now let me explain that. You know. All of us are born. I mean, one day we are born. Everybody has a birthday. Who doesn't have a birthday here? Let's start um, doing spiritual exercise. Everybody was born one day. But for all of us here who are born again, there's a day we became born again. Which is different from the day we were born. Amen. Amen. 
You know, let, let, let me, let me ex, uh, explain, go into a bit of explanation of that. You know, what does it mean to be born again? It means that we have accepted Jesus Christ into our life as our Lord and Savior. We have, let me put it this way, we have received God's life so that we are reconnected to God. It means that we were dead. I, I think in Romans or something, it says we were dead in our trespasses. We died in sin. Amen. Amen. But when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior, we received life and came back alive. Amen. We became alive to God. Amen. Amen. Jesus died, had to die for sins. Amen. See, sin was not a physical thing. Sin was not just a physical act. It's not just a physical act. It's more than a physical act. Sin is a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual corruption of your nature. Amen. And that's why it separates us from God. Glory to God. Sin separates us from God. Sin corrupts God's nature in us. So, when Jesus came to die, he died he, he didn't, his death was not just a physical death, it was a spiritual death. Remember when um, Jesus hung on the cross and uh, um, um, he, the, the sin of the whole world came upon him and then he cried out, my God, oh my God, why have you forsaken me? Amen. You know, it was, I think we've talked, we've talked about that before too. For the first time, the father and the son were separated. God turned his back on Jesus. Why? Because God could not behold iniquity. Jesus didn't just carry the sin. He became sin. Amen. Amen. And that moment, he was separated from God. The same way we became separated from God, the same way man became separated from God when Adam sinned. Now, you know, when Adam sinned in the garden, what God said was that um, of the tree of um, the knowledge of... um, Good and evil, you shall not. The day you eat of it, you shall surely die. Is that not what the scripture says? Adam ate of it. Excuse me, did he die? Physically, did he die? He even lived how many more years? He lived 900 and something years. Like my wife will teach, it took. It took almost a thousand years for physical death to catch up with Adam's body. But the physical death eventually caught up with his body. But the point I'm making is that Adam didn't die the day he ate the fruit. So what was, was God lying or was God not sure of what he was saying or God changed his mind somewhere along the line? No. What happened was that the day Adam ate this, that fruit, he was, he was disconnected from God. See, death is not just, when we talk about death, death is not just um, Physical cessation of life is separation. The day Adam sinned, Adam became separated from God. Glory to God. Adam became separated from God. Now, that's the same thing because Jesus came to pay the price. Jesus had to be separated from God. And then he went all through all that and then he died he went down to the, to the hell. We'll still talk about that later. He went down to the hell. He rose up from the dead. And then he became... The, uh, 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 
scriptures, I can't remember where it is now. It describes her as the first begotten from the dead. That day, he became the begotten of God and he inherited that more excellent name. Glory to God. Amen. Let's look at um, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9. You know, Jesus went to the, Jesus went to, the, to hell. He was not he was not um, a, a tourist um, something. No. He went on your behalf. The hell you were supposed to go to. That's what Jesus went to. So why? So that you will never need to go to hell again. Let me also say add this add this. Jesus went through hell. So that you will never need to go through hell again. Some people say you don't know. I'm going through hell. Let me have, let me have, um, sisters. I'm going through hell in my marriage. I'm going through hell. You don't know what I'm going through. You're still speaking for now. You never go through hell yet. Jesus went through hell so that you won't need to go through hell in the name of Jesus. It says, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death. For who? For who? Who is everyone? Jesus tasted death for you. He went through that experience for you. Glory to God. So, the price is paid in full. I said the price is paid in full. Amen. Amen. Now, in, 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 in the prison house of suffering, down in hell, it says Jesus satisfied the claim of justice. You know, this is not supposed to take long. Okay. okay. You know, the, the, let me, you know, these days I, I'm, I'm, I'm comforted with all the people that have been teaching. So sometimes when I'm teaching, I'm feeling that, ah, you're taking too long on this thing. But God is one of But then, then I tell somebody to come and preach, and then they say, okay, ah, uh, I, I need to continue and say yes. Come, come, come and continue. Come and continue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm not the only talkative. Amen. You know, when Jesus died, he satisfied the claim of justice. Amen. He went down to the pit of hell. He went down to the very center of hell to satisfy the claim of justice. I mean, see, if if the price for sin was not fully paid. Jesus could not have risen from the dead. Amen. I mean, it had to be paid in full. And guess what? Jesus paid it in full. He paid it in excess. That's why we can say your sins are forgiven past, present, and future. See, the sin... Look, and that's why you should not allow anybody to say, Oh, kai, kai, kai. this situation you are going to, you are suffering for the sins of your fathers. Hey, Jesus paid your sins past. Amen. The sins your fathers for, committed, Jesus has paid for it. You don't have to suffer for it anymore. Amen. He paid for your sins past, present, and future. Amen. Now, when Jesus went down to the, like I was saying, when Jesus went down to the, the to the pit of hell, he had the claim of justice had to be fully satisfied before Jesus could rise from the dead. You know, I, 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 I was thinking about it, and well, um, 
there are some people who are more spiritually, you know, sound, mature, spiritual giants. Them, you know, them, they can, they can, they will come and correct it when I, the day I give the microphone, they will correct it. But you see, I believe that, I, I believe that when Jesus went down to hell, eh, that the Spirit of God was in him. But he was so covered and made with sin and all that, that the devil could not see it. You know, how many of us have seen, how many of us have seen, <laughs> how many of us have seen this thing that you will see, I can't remember, but you see some of those movies, you see the, like a dark ball or something like that, all of a sudden you see begin to crack and rays of light are coming out from it and then it explodes and the light explodes. That's what I believe happened. I'll tell you why, why I, I, I believe that. Like I said, the Bible scholars in the house will correct it. Give me um, Romans chapter... This is not even the part of the thing I'm supposed to be talking about. Romans chapter 8 verse 11. Romans 8 11. It says, But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwelt in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit that dwells in you. He says, eat the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead. He says, the spirit raised Jesus from the dead. It was the spirit of God that rose Jesus from the dead. Amen. Amen. He says, eat that same spirit dwells in you. So, the spirit dwells in us. That spirit was dwelling in Jesus. I says that um, he who raised Christ from the dead, I believe that, you know, like I said, that's my belief. I believe that when the claim of justice was fully satisfied, amen, amen. when God spoke, the Spirit, because, see, all true scriptures will always say that it is the Spirit of God that is at work, bringing to pass the acts of the Father. When God's voice came loud, the Spirit was able to raise Jesus from the dead. I mean, uh, uh, Ephesians talk about it. Says there was an awesome power required to bring Jesus from Jesus' death. Jesus going to hell was not a small thing, though. When Jesus went down to hell, every I think I've said that too before. I believe that Satan ordered every day for the first time. My comic mind working here. For the first time, the earth was rid of demons. Guess why? Every demon was ordered back to hell. Say, Omar, we have a big catch here. Every demon was ordered back to hell to hold down Jesus. It required an awesome demonstration of God's power to bring Jesus back to life. Amen. Amen. The Spirit rose Jesus with awesome power and brought him out of the pit of hell. And that could only happen because the claim of justice was fully satisfied. Amen. Amen. So, there is no more sin of our fathers. It's not hanging over you. You are not owing it. You are not paying for it. Jesus paid for it. Whatever your father did, whatever your generation did, whatever your ancestors did, Jesus paid in full for it. Hallelujah. He rose from the dead. He inherited a more excellent name. And that name he inherited because of you and I. We are seated with him in heavenly places. That name is as much ours as it is his. You know, the Bible talks about us, talks about us being 
co-heirs. I've talked about that. Co-heirs means that we have equal rights to this thing. Amen. Amen. Let me give illustration. There's a bottle of um, juice here. Here is for pastors. We have equal pastor not, and I have equal right to eat. He can open it, pour it in a glass, and drink. I can open it, pour it in a glass, and drink. He won't drink, and I'll be saying, ah, as I'm, as, I'm, as I'm preaching, I'm looking at him. The Bible says, Amen. No, he has equal right to eat. And what I'm saying is that we have equal right to everything Christ has a right to. Amen. Now let's move on. Second, by bestowal. That means that by being given to him. Philippians 2, 9 and to 11. We've read it before. Philippians 2, 9 to 11. Philippians 2. Amen. It says, Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him and given him a name, the name, the name, the name, the name, the name, the name, which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and earth and under the earth. Are they, are they there? And under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, the glory of God the Father. He says that God gave him this name. God gave the name to him. God bestowed the name upon him. Amen. You see, um, okay, let's, let's, let's read another second scripture, then I'll just go to um, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to 23. Ephesians 1, 17. God gave Jesus this name. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. That the God of our that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance and the saints. And what is the exceeding, this part of us talking about, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards, towards us who believe? See, this power is towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought, which he walked, which he walked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church which is his body the fullness of him 
who fills all in all. Amen. Amen. Now he says that Philippians tells us that God gave him a name that is high, that a name that is above every other name. Amen. God gave him that name. Now Ephesians is telling us that. Um, How does it say it in Ephesians? Go 20, I think it's 20. 21, is it? Okay, yes. Far above all principalities and authority and every name that is named. So, so this is the point I'm making. It says that God gave him a name that is above all names. Ephesians is telling us that it says that his name is above every name that is named. Above, far above principalities and powers and dominion and every name that is named. See, the name of Jesus is the highest name. It's the highest name. God gave it to Jesus. Hallelujah. And see, why did he give it to the, the, name, the name to Jesus? Um, go to 2022. 20, And put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things. To who? Who is the church? Who is the church? He gave him to be head over all things to the church. He has given me a power, such an awesome, powerful name and made him head of the church. So, you know what that means? That means that the name belongs to the church. Not only this, 23 says that um, 23, 23, 23, 23 which is about the fullness of him who fills all things in all. Okay, no, that's not what I'm looking for. But the point I'm making is this. He has given him a name and made him, he has given him a name that's above every name and made him head over the church. So that name belongs to us. I say again that you have a right to use the name of Jesus. Why? It's yours! Amen. Um, let me use. Let me use it. Okay, very good. Good example again. Emmanuel, come. Tall, uh, no. Young Emmanuel, come. Young Emmanuel. <laughs> I won't make you feel old. <laughs> the young Emmanuel. And it's taller than the, the older Emmanuel. Your name is Emmanuel. Who gave you your name? Your father. I, okay, mommy too was involved. Now, aunt called. His name is Emmanuel. Mommy, um, please, I want to call Emmanuel. So, uh, um, uh, I, I need your permission to call Emmanuel. Do, do I need his permission? Are you getting the picture? So every time I see him, I, ah, guy, uh, mommy, please, I need your permission to call him. Hey, Emmanuel, mommy, you give me permission. Hey, hey, ma- Why? It's his name. He has a right to use the name anywhere. Amen. Mommy, please sit down. Thank you, sir. We have a right to the name of Jesus. We don't need God's permission to use the name because the name belongs to us. Okay, maybe I should have even done it in the reverse. I said, I want to call him. I say, uh, uh, get, please get permission from mommy so that I can call your name. The name belongs to you. 
I said, what is your name? He now turns to mommy. He said, my name is Emmanuel. We have a right to the name of Jesus. And every time we use the name, the name answers to us. William, stand. I didn't use Emmanuel because if I say Emmanuel, two Emmanuels will stand. <laughs> Amen. Please sit down. Why? Why is he responding? He's responding to his name. God gave him this name and he gave the name to, to him for the benefit of the church. Now I need you to understand that, that the name belongs to us through Jesus getting that name. And we have a right to use the name. Hallelujah. God has given me a name that's above all name. And in this name, everything we need is encapsulated. See, everything Jesus... No, let me, let me escalate it. Everything God represents, everything... I've said this, I'm going to say it again. Everything that makes God, God, God encapsulated it and put it in the name Jesus. So every time you call the name of Jesus, all of God, all of God comes to bear. Look, that's a simple example of you. Every time you, look, for now, every time you call the name Wiki, you say Wiki, everything about River State, all the powers that River State has is attention. Hope you know that. Every single living thing in River State is at attention. Why? Because of the office he occupies. That place, governor. He's the highest He's the highest authority in this state. There's no authority that's higher than him in this state. May I be correct? So, when I say, when I say the governor, I am not just calling his name. When I say Governor Wiki, I'm not just calling his name. I am calling the whole of the state to me. Every time you call the name of Jesus, you're calling everything about God to you. Amen. Amen. See, I need you to understand it. I need you to believe it. I need you to see it the way I am painting it. Because that's what it is. That's how you get the name of Jesus to work for you. Because if you are calling the name and you are thinking that it's just, it's just, I need to, I need to be, I need to be holy. I need to be prepared. I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to. No, you don't need to anything. Just call the name. Heaven responds to you. Glory to God. So the name belongs to us. Heaven, like from one of the places we read, heaven, earth, hell recognizes the name. Recognize what Jesus did. Amen. And they, 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 they attend to the name. Heaven recognized what Jesus did. You know what? Jesus' death, it affected heaven. Amen. Do you know that? When Jesus died, buried and resurrected, his, his death affected heaven. His death affected this earth. We know that. His death affected hell. Those are the three realms that we have to deal with now. Except there's another realm that you want to do. You, you have that I don't know about. 
Those are the three realms we deal with. And the name has affected those three realms. The name has power. The name has, let me use the word, the name has influence in those three realms. When you say Jesus, all of heaven comes to attention. All of heaven is responding to the name. When you say Jesus, all of earth bows to the name. When you say Jesus, every demon trembles. Even the ones that they are not even troubling you. You say Jesus, they, they shake. Come on, what is going on here? I beg. Hopefully nobody has committed. I need you to see it and believe it that way. Amen. Amen. So the name will work in heaven. The name will work on earth. The name will work. You know, even when we go to heaven, we will still be calling that name Jesus. Now the third way. The third way that Jesus got his name by conquest. By conquest. Colossians 2.15. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them in it. Having disarmed principalities and power. Thank you, ma. God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and a public example of them in triumphing over them in him and in it, the cross. So you see, when Jesus uh, 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 um, um, through Jesus' sacrifice, he says that he made a public spectacle. He, number one, he triumphed over them. What does it mean, triumph? He, he, let me use this English. He won over them. You understand what that means? He won. He he won the the, the ultimate the ultimate winning over them. After this winning, there is no other winning. World Cup. If you win, if you play World Cup and you win the World Cup, after you win the World Cup, there is nothing else to win. Abi? That's the highest. He won the highest victory. He didn't just finish that winning. He says that he made a public spectacle of them. So after he won them, I mean, it's like, like you fight somebody. Everybody here can beat me. I don't have to fight. But let me t- ah, let me take one that I know that. Come here, Michael. You know I look for to my Michael's trouble. Then he beat me. He didn't just after I finished beating me. You know the way we do in the village. Give me sand to chop. He didn't say now. I say this one that you always you always do bugasi. You be well. A final embarrassment. He now stripped me to boxers. He just pitied me, stripped me to boxers. Then he now carried me and was carrying me around. Of <laughs> this example. Amen. So that everybody, we always remember. Did I come and make mouth again? Maybe you they beat the other the way they walk out with boxers. No, beat me with boxers. I was chasing me around. The... Maybe you they beat where they walk out. The day where they beat you. You know one company, I, one of the companies I work for, there was this guy. 
Number one, he feels that he's old. Number two, he feels that he's strong. So I was making him out. So one day he challenged one of the factory, he's a factory worker, he challenged one of the factory boys. So on the factory floor, the boy now said, Ah, Shabby is the same way we pass to go home. Say, Today I will show you. No, you don't they do. Today I will show you. So that one left, went to wait for him. Got there. When he got beat him, beat him very well. So when he lets him go, he, I think he purposely did the release. So the guy was running. He started chasing him. The guy was running. So when we got to work in the morning, it was the news all over the factory. Said, ah, they beat this guy yesterday. They were laughing at him. Then I went to meet our, our, our um, um, the factory manager. The factory. As soon as I. As he's beat me yesterday, he beat me. He beat me. He was crying. He beat me. He beat me. People who had him again crying. So what? For a long time, he just opposed his mouth and said, "See, you want to talk again?" Now, small boy, and the, the boy that beat him was a small boy. He said, "See, you want to make mouth again? I will beat you again. I will beat you again. Don't make mouth. I will beat you again." Yeah, I mean, his shame was an everlasting shame. That's what Jesus did, though. After Jesus defeated the devil, he now made a public spectacle of him. He now carried him and paraded him. I said, this one, no, you don't get power again. He's a toothless bulldog. He can't do you anything. Amen. Satan has been defeated. Listen to my English. Satan has been defeated. He's not, he's going to be defeated. He's not, he's being defeated. Has been defeated. What does, what does that mean? Past tense. Satan is defeated. Stop treating him like as if he has any power. Amen. Stop treating him like as if he's anybody. Permit me to say it this way. Yeah, yeah, him. Keep quiet there. I'm talking, you're talking. Who who you be? Amen. Amen. Okay, this message. He said, he stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of of their sham, of their sham authority at the cross. And what? Marched them naked through the streets. You, 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 you know, you know where this, um, some of us know this story. You know where this, 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 um, um, something is gotten in the olden times. When, two um, kingdoms go to war. The kingdom that defeats the other kingdom, he will capture the general. Amen. The general. And they go to war with all their medals and things like that. He will capture the general. They will bring it to a public place. They will be stripping the medals one by one and dropping them to the ground. This kind of yeah, worthless non-entity. After they've stripped all his um, I mean, it's like you catch a Nigerian general a, let's use the highest in Nigeria, the field marshal. You know, they are rango plenty, full chest, full hand, full everywhere, full neck. You catch him, and you're stripping them one by one and dropping it. Then, you know, very good. How many of us are old to remember Samuel Doe? Samuel Doe, president of Liberia. Strip him. And then when they finish stripping him, they now tear his clothes. And he's standing stark naked. They tie his hands with a rope and time in a horse and they are parading him around the, the whole town. That's what this picture is. So. That's what Jesus did. I mean, you can imagine a general 
stripped naked of everything. He's stuck naked. Yoruba people will say, he's naked the way his mother gave birth to him. They are stripped, parading him around the town, showing him that this one is a defeated foe. That is who the devil is to you. Glory to God. Ephesians chapter 1, 20 to 21. I think we've read that. Ephesians chapter 1, 20 to 21. I changed the translation a bit. All these energy issues from Christ, which he walked in Christ when he raised him from the dead, assisted him at his right hand in heavenly places. Go, 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 go. Far above. And that's where we're going to. Far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. So, he seated far above them. He seated far above. They are not mates. Field marshal and um, sergeants. The corporal B, thank you. Field marshal, nothing, nothing connects them. Field marshal comes now, sits down, sits down here. His corporal, maybe, maybe his corporal, other Leo's, his corporal, other, sits down on the next seat. Is it possible? You know, everyone was giving one example that uh, um, um, he was preaching to one um, army, I think the guy was a colonel or so, I can't remember his rank there. The guy was sick. So I was trying to talk to him and get him healed. So I tell him that, just imagine, tell him, this is almost the same thing we're talking about, that devil is in nothing. I was telling him that, imagine you came into your, your sitting room, your parlor, and then you see this, um, this corporal that comes into your room. He sits down in your chair, and then he puts his leg on your center table. He crosses his leg and sipping your drink. He said, the guy said, Rev, it's not possible. Reverend said, said, no, 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 I know it's not possible. I know it can happen. Imagine it. He said, said, Rev, it's not possible. I I know it's not possible. I said, just imagine. He said, Reverend, I can't even imagine it. I can't even imagine it. That's how far apart. You you, you come to think, you think of yourself, I mean, you come to think of yourself in that way, in that sense. The devil is just messing up. Let's come to a prayer where you, I can't even imagine it. Why? Because you are far, far above him. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6 12. Ephesians 6 12. Ephesians 6 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Amen. Amen. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. So you see, he's saying that, what he says that, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual, against hosts of wickedness. All those things, those plenty of things that he says we wrestle against. He says we wrestle against them. Now, you know, a lot of people now say that, okay, we are in a wrestling match. We wrestle. We wrestle. He says, read the thing finish. He says, we wrestle not. 
Why do we wrestle not? Because of what we have read in Colossians. What did you just read in Colossians? They've been stripped. That's why we are not wrestling against them. Amen? Amen. See, let it get sink into your conscience that you're not wrestling with the devil. You don't you, you you know if I st- come now and say I'm wrestling with um I'm wrestling with Elwid. You, you know people will think that I'm, everybody here will think that so, and I'm serious about it. So maybe okay, Elwid is playing now or okay, let's even use Ian. Ian is playing and uh, and I'm telling him maybe I say he should stop and he's not stopping. And then all of a sudden I get angry. I start folding my trousers. I start folding uh, what is going on here? We are not in the same. We are not. Is to just go there and twist his ear, and the, the, the guy comes to attention. Amen. Amen. We wrestle. We are not. See, don't, don't. What you mean? Don't glorify the devil. Don't, don't make the devil feel important. Wrestle, wrestle. You know, in Lagos, Lagos is very popular. You see, I, I must have researched. Where did I see it? I saw it recently. But you see in Lagos, uh, uh, conductor will be doing, uh, I mean, people will fight. Ah! Today blood go flow. I go kill you. Ah! He'll be roaming around, roaming around. Guess what he's doing? That's what he's doing, though. He's gauging. Let people gather first. Ah! Ah! Then you charge. Then somebody, if nobody holds him, you go, ah! Look, like, looking for a bottle. Then, ah! Somebody holds him. Hey, power, don't come now. Ah! Leave me, leave me. I go break my head. Ah! Now lie. Leave him. <laughs> one comedian said one day that uh, I checked this comedian. Said, ah, that guy was doing ah, They just left him. Ah, ah. Oh, why now leave me? Oh, my cloth now. <laughs> Amen. And you know, you'll be fighting a big person. The person just standing there. Come here. I, that's the one I saw recently. The guy was just standing there. Come here. I swear to God today. You go, you, you go sleep hospital. Yeah, I go kill you today. I go this. Yeah, I swear to God, you go sleep hospital. Just touch, just touch me. Just touch me. Now touch, I won't make you touch me. Amen. Come to a place where the devil is only ranting around you. When you feel that headache, it's not that ah, 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 I'm going to die. I'm going to die. The devil is only ranting around. You know, I'm reading after Kenegi. Kenegi said that uh, at the time he wrote that book, he was saying that he has not had a headache. He has not had a headache in the last 45 years. He said he has not had a headache. So he was saying that, so when, that he, he said it at a meeting, and as he got out of the meeting, he was going to his car, that he started feeling a headache coming on him. So he started laughing. That he laughed. He didn't say anything. He just laughed. That's what the headache left. You know, so I was saying, I said, ah, but that was it. And then he answered and said, some of you say that, but that was a headache coming upon you. He said, yes, it was a headache that was attempting to come upon me. I didn't take it. So because I didn't take it, I have not had it. Hear the English. I have not had. Amen. Yes. I used to. I've not had a coke in how many in how many months? Almost a year. She has not had a coke in, in almost one year. Have you seen coke? 
you've seen it. So, when she says she has not had coke, is that she has not seen coke? No, she has seen coke, but she has not taken it. The devil throws things at you. You feel that headache. The moment you say, Kai, this headache, oh, this headache, this headache, ah, you have, collected, you have accepted it. You have had the headache. When, 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 when you have to pay a bill and there's nobody say, ah, God, eh, eh, ah, no, eh, ah, I'm just broke. You have, you have had the brokenness. You're taking it. But you guess what you do? When the devil comes against the Bible says when he comes like a flood, you raise, when the enemy comes against you like a flood, you raise the standard against him. You raise the standard of the name of Jesus. The headache is, you feel the headache coming. You say, no, I resist you in the name of Jesus. I know CC saying, I resist you in the name of Jesus. No, you stand strong against it. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. Colossians 1.13 Forgive me for I know what I'm doing. Taking time. Say he has delivered us from the power of darkness. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Say I'm delivered from the power of darkness. No now. You see, this is why the devil messes with some of you. Say I am delivered from the power of darkness. You are delivered from the power of darkness. Amen. You are delivered from the power of darkness. You know, I, when, I, when I came back from Abuja, my wife was telling me one um, scripture um, um, she was meditating on. And one word, um, ransom, redemption, redemption. I say redemption means what? Permanent removal from captivity. We are redeemed. Say, I am redeemed. That permanent removal from captivity, permanent removal from the, from the, from the, from the, 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 the ranting of the enemy. See, you have to see, you have to think. You, 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 you know, I, like I said, that I'll stay in me one of the days we give our testimony. I love something to say. One of the days she was talking, I said, Look, a lot of this thing starts in the mind. Her testimony started in the mind. You, you have to begin to see it. You have to begin to believe the possibility of it. You have to begin to believe the reality of it. Some of us just, like I said in the beginning, some of us just think the name of Jesus is, is, is a magic word. Abracadabra. The more you see, the less you understand. No, <laughs> it is not. Oh. It's the power of God. It's the person of God. I repeat, every time you call that name, all of heaven comes to your attention. Every power that heaven has comes to your, uh, is, is at your disposal. You must believe it. You must see it. You must know it. The moment you... Those seven sons of uh, um, Skiffer, when they went to cast out demon, they got there. They said, I draw you in the name of um, Jesus that Paul and uh, uh, this person preached come out of it. The demon told him, he says that Jesus I know. Paul I know. He says, excuse me, who are you? 
you know what the demons was saying? He says that I recognize the authority in the name of Jesus. I recognize that you have gotten a revelation. I recognize that Paul has a revelation of that name. But you, do you have a revelation of the name? For the name of Jesus to work, that's the next one we'll talk about. For the name of Jesus to, to work for you, you must call the name out of revelation. You must come to a place where you have so meditated on the name of Jesus that you know, 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 you know, that there's power in this name. So that every time you call that name, every time, every single time you call that name, you know, not just that you're expecting, you know that something has happened. The name is for your use every day. The name is for your use at every place in your life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You're going on the road. You know, I, 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 I say this and, and sometimes. You know, a lot of times, and almost in recent times, they will throw us all manner of crazy thoughts into our mind. You know, some, you know, somebody you're driving and just thinking ah, that uh, you're, you're walking on the road, just thinking that ah, a vehicle can just come and knock you down. It's not that I say, ah, I, God forbid, though. No, I reject it in the name of Jesus. Somebody say that you're becoming paranoid. <laughs> Become paranoid and stay alive. You feel, you feel, you feel you feel something devil attacking your health you feel your health you begin to rebuke it in the name of Jesus you, you, you have a need and, 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 and devil is begin to paint pictures of how you are going to be embarrassed how you are going to put, put this way begin to reject it in the name of Jesus learn to speak the name of Jesus learn to speak the name of Jesus learn to use the name of Jesus Meditate on the name until all the power and the name becomes your reality. Meditate on it so much so that when you call the name, hey, like I said, every time you call the name, all of heaven comes to your attention. But it's you that does not know how to channel it. Call the name. Bring the name to be on that situation and see the mighty power of God at display for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We'll stop here. I've been blessed this morning. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Connect with Savannah Grace Chapel Port Harcourt on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Port Harcourt and download our messages free on Telegram at t.me forward slash SGC Port Harcourt.